the chapter in regards to safeguarding the tongue. Nearly every book of hadith will have this chapter. Nearly every book of hadith. Because it's such an important aspect of a person's life. This tongue, jirmuhu sagheer, wa jirmuhu kabir, it's small in size, yet the consequences of this tongue can be vital, can be detrimental, can, can lead to fatalities. Yes. Can lead to fatalities. And I'm not joking about that. Something that could be said, could be so effective to a person, that that could be a means of their death. They can't tolerate that. So it could be a means of fatality. It could be a means of destruction. This very piece of flesh which has no bone. If we don't use it wisely, then the consequences are very severe. But if we safeguard it, if we use it wisely, that there are many virtues regards to that person who safeguards his tongue. And out of them, Hazrat Sahal ibn Sa'ad, radiallahu ta'ala an, Sahabi Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, he narrates from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, whosoever, man yadman li ma bayna lihiyayhi, Whosoever will take the responsibility of safeguarding what is in between his jaws. What's between our jaws? Tell me. What's between our jaws? What is Rasulullah referring to? Al-Lisan. The tongue. Whosoever will safeguard their tongue. What is in between his thighs? A specific word is mentioned in another hadith. Here, legs. It means the private parts. Whosoever will take care of al-fam wal-farj, al-lisan wal-farj, Whosoever will safeguard their tongue, who takes the responsibility of making sure that they do not misuse the tongue. They don't say something which is not supposed to be said. Sheikh, I just said it out of frustration. Yeah? Then we start looking for fatwas. Huh? Then we start looking for fatwa. Sheikh, is it one? Is it three? I said it out of anger. I couldn't control myself. It just came out. So what do you expect? Aren't you going to face the consequence of that? Didn't Rasulullah say, Such importance. If you save God, what's between your jaws? What's between your thighs? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Say sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He's saying what? I will personally 
take the guarantee of entering you into Jannah. Subhanallah. Say la ilaha illallah. Is that something trivial? Tell me yes or no. Yes or no, people of Glasgow. Is that something very nominal or trivial? Or is it something very important? And big. The consequence could be severe. The consequence of using and, and of misusing our tongues could be so severe this very tongue could take us to the pits of the hellfire. Allah protect us. Amin ya Rabbil Amin ya Rabbil It could take us to destruction. A lengthy hadith mentioned. Allahu Akbar, time doesn't allow me. A beautiful lengthy hadith reported by Imam Abu Dawud rahimahumullah in his sunan. Imam Tirmidhi rahimahumullah. Lengthy hadith. Mentioned by the Sahabi of Rasul and Abi Juraj. Jabir ibn Sulaim radiallahu Beautiful hadith. Hazrat Abu Juraj, Jabir ibn Sulaim radiallahu this is the first time he's coming to Medina al Munawwarah. He's not accepted Islam. He's mentioning the incidents of his first encounter with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I saw a man. People were going to this individual and I was observing this. They would go to this individual person. They would be having some kind of a conversation. They would take some advice. And when they would come back and return, their faces would be gleaming, subhanAllah, with happiness. And they would be satisfied with the reply that they got, subhanAllah. And I was observing this. So I asked the people along, who is this person? Who is this person? They said, Rasulullah This is the Prophet of Allah Now he didn't recognize the Prophet of Allah This was the very first encounter he was having So he comes close And he says, Alayka salam Alayka salam Ya Rasulullah he says, upon you is salam. Now this alayka salam is not supposed to be said. What should we say? When we greet each other, what should we say? Say it loud, assalamu alaykum. The minimum. He says, alayka salam. He says, la taqul alayka salam. Fa inna alayka salam tahiyyatul mayyit. Immediately Rasulullah says, fine. You shouldn't say this. Because this is when you go and you give salutations to the deceased. When you go and give salutations to the deceased, you say, Alayka salam. Qul assalamu alayk. Subhanallah. Look at the humbleness of Rasulullah. He didn't even say, Qul assalamu alaykum with the plural pronoun. He just said, Qul assalamu alayk. 
Anyway, this person then says, "Aanta Rasulullah Subhanallah." He says, "Aanta Rasulullah." Are you really the Prophet of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala? Subhanallah. Rasulullah at that time mentions few things. But I am the very same Prophet. Anna Rasulullah Alladhi. I am the Prophet of that very Creator, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, who makes the plants grow. Allahu Akbar. I am the Prophet of that very Lord. That if you lose your means of conveyance in the desert, and you call upon Ya Allah, O Lord, return my means of conveyance. I am the very Lord. I am the very Prophet of that Lord who you will call upon. And then he says, "Okay, idni ya Rasulullah Give me some advice." Lengthy hadith, beautiful hadith. And in this hadith, Rasulullah gives him six pieces of advice, which time doesn't allow me to go over each one. And the very first advice he gives, لا تسبن أحدا. Never swear to anyone. Never swear. And today's day, swearing has become a habit. It's become our diet. لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله. People think swearing, MF, BF, these MF words and BF words, they're coming left, right and center, whether they are in English, whether they are in Gujarati, whether they are in Urdu, whether they are in Punjabi, whether they are in Bengali, whether they are in Arabic. Swear words are the very first words that a person unfortunately learns of a new language. True or false? True or false? Come on, boys. Come on, my friends. True or false? Sabse pehla jumla jo sikhna hai kisi zaban ki to gali sikho la hawla wala quwwata illa billah. We don't get the tawfiq to learn good words. But we want to learn the bad words. And then they'll feel proud. La hawla wala quwwata illa. They'll feel proud when they say the swear word to somebody, they'll feel chuffed. Oh man, I've said swear word to him. Look at the way the Sahaba were. They would listen to the instructions of Rasulullah and immediately they would bring that into practice into their lives. It wasn't like me and you. We hear and we hear and we hear and say, Amal karenge, karenge, abhi na bhoat wakt hai ha. Abhi na bhoat zindagi hai. I've got a lot of time left yet. I've got bags of time. I'm not aged yet. I'm still young. Even though I look old, I'm young at heart. <laughs> what do they say? I'm young at heart. And I was saying in regards to as the Jabir ibn Sulaim radiallahu ta'ala, first thing he said, La tasubban, advice given, La tasubban ahada. Do not swear to anybody. What does he say? فَمَا سَبَبْتُ بَعْدَ فَمَا سَبَبْتُ بَعْدَ عَبْدًا وَلَا أَمَةً وَلَا شَاتًا وَلَا بَعِيرًا سبحان الله لا إله إلا الله 
From that point onwards in my life, I never swore to a slave man, to a slave girl, let alone a person who is a free man. Does it come into the equation? Because generally people think they can swear at somebody who is under them. La hawla wa la illa billah. A person who is the employer, who is the boss. You think he's got the right to swear at the people who are under him? No. No right whatsoever. Islam has given rights of employment. Islam has given us guidance of an employer. Guidance for employees. Gives you no right to belittle them. Gives you no right to shout at them, to swear at them. Just because you are the owner of a business, does that give you that? Allah wants to take it away? He can take it away in seconds. He can make you a street beggar. Yes. Don't have pride. Where is it going to take you? Where is your wealth going to take you? Have we forgotten what we were created from? Have we forgotten what we were created from? A small drop of semen. Yeah? A small drop of semen. And today, you want to show arrogance? لا تمشي في الأرض مرح إنك لن تخرق الأرض ولن تبلغ الجبال طولة Arrogance is not going to take us anywhere. I'm just mentioning one aspect. Three aspects have been given to me. Time is passing away like snow melting away. <laughs> Safeguarding the tongue, subhanAllah. Such an important issue. And he says, don't swear to anybody. Then he mentions further advises to him. And majority of them are in relation to safeguarding the tongue. Don't swear, don't belittle, don't do this, don't do that. This hadith which I mentioned earlier in my khutbah, Rasulullah said, whosoever will take the responsibility of safeguarding their tongue and safeguarding their private part, Allah Rabbul Izza will says, Rasulullah says, sorry, that I personally take the responsibility of entering this person into Jannah. Say inshallah, we're going to protect our tongue. Say inshallah. Make the interest. Say inshallah. Yes, I hope it's a, it's a sincere one. Because generally, we misuse our tongue in this very place. Huh? Yeah, let me be honest. Hum apni zabane chenche kechi ki tarah masjid mein chalate hain. How? You see in Ramadan, two people generally never had an argument or debate before. In Ramadan, you have the most fights. La hawla wa la billah. Tempers are high. Don't you dare say anything to me, boy. Uh, you make your way out there, huh? The girl who never seen in the masjid comes in Ramadan. Plus, plus. Sometimes slapping away some small children. What right do you have? Hey, don't make a noise. Where were you all here, my friend? <laughs> you want to come in Ramadan and show you some kind of presence? We don't want to know that. You've come here to please? To please who? To please who? Allah. So leave it to that. Don't need to show us that you're here. We don't want to know your presence. Do you see where I'm coming from? Many of these squabbles and fights are happening in the holy month of Ramadan. People don't control the tongues. Rasulullah specifically gave us an instruction when we are fasting to say 
Specific instruction to save God our tongue. In the state of fasting, when generally our hearts will be more softened. Yeah. But yet, in that condition, Rasulullah says, make sure you safeguard your tongue. So just imagine at other times when we've got so much of happen things happening around us, so much things are, all the forces of evil are trying to take us away from the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how much more difficult is it going to be? People think they have a given right to give remarks. Or oh, you fatty, or oh, you this, or oh, you that. What right do you have to say this? Isn't that person the creation of Allah? Aren't you the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? What right gives you to say anything about anybody else? Safeguarding the tongue. Such an important aspect. <laughs>